listening to the Loving BDSM podcast, episode 349. Kayla Lord's here with the one, the only, the are you sure you have enough caffeine in your system? John Brownstone. Absolutely. You positive? Yeah. Okay. Fully caffeinated? Yeah. Running on all cylinders? Yeah. Firing on all cylinders? How does that go? Something with cylinders. Are you are you <laughs> doing the things with the cylinders? Mm, maybe short a cylinder or two, but you know. I mean, who isn't? <laughs> <laughs> this week, uh, we're not talking about any of that. We're actually talking about procrastination in DS relationships. Uh, a weird topic for us because when I said, what do you think about this? It's on my mind. You went, I know. So y'all will learn in real time what we think about it as we learn <laughs> what we think about it. Welcome to the Loving BDSM podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education, and show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Loving BDSM, on FetLife at Loving BDSM PC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, Loving DS and the number one, so that's at Loving DS1, or on YouTube at youtube.com slash Loving BDSM, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. Clickety, clickety. Okay, so before we get started, and I can't talk about the noise because I didn't turn the fan. You never off turned when we the started, fan, so it's been running the whole time. <laughs> if you're like, "What is that hum?" It's the fan. It, we're we're getting to that point in the year where it just needs to run all the time. I tried to work in this office the other day, yeah. and I'm like sweating. I'm like, mm-hmm. What is going on? And I realized that fan wasn't on, and I was nowhere near the one vent we have in this room. Um, <laughs> Anyway, okay, so before we get into the topic, um, normally we talk about like we sponsor ourselves, blah, 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 but something, and I think it was Friday night's live stream, we got into talking about how we believe that we should never be the only resource mm-hmm. for Kingsters. Like we, I would love to be your favorite resource because I do crave and need external validation. <laughs> um, that's a whole other issue. <laughs> I'll work that out with a therapist one day. There you go. Uh, <laughs> But also I have a praise king. So there's that. Um, But, you know, we were talking about that there's all kinds of resources we recommend, blah, blah, blah. And I realized there's two resources that we don't talk about that much. I link to it in all kinds of places, but we don't actually mention. So um, I wanted to like highlight that as our sponsorship, like time. Nobody is sponsoring us. Nobody is paying us to talk about these sites um, and resources. Also, um, while they do have a cost to them, there's a free side, all that. We are affiliates of the two that I'm thinking of today. That just, we don't talk about enough and why we really like them. So the first is Kink Academy, which is a video-based learning platform with um, a ton, a ton of kink educators and um, sex educators and sex workers and pro-doms and all of those kinds of folks sharing their knowledge about specific kinks. At Kink Academy, they do have a free section, so you can check out a lot of a lot of videos and not pay a dime. They have a blog, but if you sign up, you get access to more. Um, so that's one. If you have not heard of Kink Academy, the mm-hmm. other is one we've partnered with multiple times now over the past couple of years. It's called Dom Sub Living. That one is specific to power exchange. So Kink Academy has a lot on specific kinks and kink activities. They do have some stuff on power exchange, but that's not like their main focus. Dom sub living, their main focus is power exchange. So if you're looking for um, classes or workbooks or just 
educational resources on power exchange and and you've exhausted what we offer, um, they are another good one to check out and they have a blog. So that if you're like, I don't have any money to spend, but I wanna learn something, you can use their blog. You can follow them on social, both of them. Um, And then, um, so it's Dom Sub Living, Kink Academy, and then in the places, description box on YouTube and um, show notes for podcast listeners, I've also linked to a general resources page we keep on our website, lovingbdsm.net, um, of sites, of podcasts, of books. It's actually not exhaustive of all of the books that we like, but it's got, a. if you start with those books, you're doing good, you're gonna learn plenty. Um, so yeah, we want to be one of your resources. I personally would love to be your favorite resource, but we don't want to be your only resource for learning anything in kink, in power exchange. There are plenty of resources out there. Um, And Dom Sub Living and Kink Academy happen to be two that we like and that we're willing to like, go, yeah, yeah, go go to them, go check them out. Um, Because there's a a lot there that we're not gonna cover um, that are, you know, could help. and we have previously mentioned uh, Beducated. I still like them. I wish their kink section was more robust. I do still like them, but f- specific for kink and power exchange, Kink Academy, Dom Sub Living, Lincoln Places. Um, yeah, yeah. And and we're affiliates, so if you do spend money, you use our link, spend money. We will make a commission, but if you don't have money to spend, there's free stuff. Feel free, do what you gotta do. Okay, that was rambly, but what what isn't about what I do and what we do here. So (laughs) let's finally get into it. We're gonna talk about procrastination in power exchange. And first I wanna talk about procrastination in general. I think the vast majority of us, if not Somebody mentioned in the chat that we put off a long time. Did, we did. Talking about this topic. We did. (laughs) Um, So I would almost say procrastination is probably a near universal. I have no doubt there are those individual souls out there who are like, I've never procrastinated on anything a day in my life. They are the exception, okay? They are the outliers on the bell curve, the rest of us. I, we do at certain points. And it's funny because I have had procrastination on my mind a lot lately because mm-hmm. I do that. But I want, I don't do it in power exchange. And I wondered about that. And I know more about procrastination than I used to um, because it used to be a thing that sort of triggered shame for me because I was like, I'm an awful person not doing a thing I know I need to do. And then of course there's that frustrating thing of you procrastinated the thing for days, weeks, maybe even months. And then it only took you like five minutes, even though your brain maybe had told you it would take forever. And then you're like, I cannot believe I procrastinated this thing that ended up taking five minutes. So there's like, there's lots of feelings about procrastination. So let's talk about what procrastination is and what it isn't. What it isn't is a value statement or judgment about you. You are not a procrastinate or you just experience procrastination. You are not lazy. You are not awful. You are not a bad person. Procrastination, I've linked to a couple resources. I don't think I added them to YouTube yet, but I will. Um, Have real life causes that aren't about who you are as a person. In one article I found in the New York Times, um, it's a 
professor doctor person said people engage in um, what they called an irrational cycle of chronic procrastination because of an inability to manage negative moods around a task. So then the person was like, wait, mm. we procrastinate because of bad moods. And this person said, yes, procrastination isn't a unique character flaw or a mysterious curse on your ability to manage time, but a way of coping with challenging emotions and negative moods induced by certain tasks boredom, anxiety, insecurity, frustration, resentment, self-doubt, beyond. You can do it because you have a neurodivergent brain who's in executive dysfunction. You can do it because you are a perfectionist who's like, oh shit, if I can't do it perfectly, maybe I shouldn't do it at all. Hi, that's been my problem for a long time. You can do it because you really don't want to do it. You know you have to, but you're like, I can think (laughs) of 85 other things I'd rather do. There are a million and one reasons to (laughs) procrastinate. We've all experienced some of them at some point um, around some task in our life, I think. Um, And the the professor, a professor of psychology says, procrastination is an emotion regulation problem, not a time management problem. So you are not your procrastination. That is not a a character trait of who you are. It is a response to something you are feeling or something going on within you or outside of you. And the response is, I'm just, I'm not doing anything yet. I can't, I don't want to, I'm not able to, like whatever it is you're saying to yourself. And I say that as somebody who, despite all of my 10 million goals and all the things I wanna do in life and all the good intentions I have, and God knows all the plans I can make, I'm a chronic procrastinator. I procrastinate. And it's always the stuff that gets me anxious. I have learned. It's anxiety for me. Did it take me me. six months to make a phone call to set an appointment that was really not that bad once I did it? Yes. Yes. Some of that social anxiety. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk on the phone. Some of it is the anxiety of just just not knowing what's going to happen. And so then I stop. Do I put off the most tedious or the or the hardest tasks in any given work week? Yeah, absolutely. And usually it's the stuff I'm like, you know, if I could get this done, I could move on and I'd have this off. And I and that's the thing that I know I struggle with with procrastination in general Mm -hmm. is I know what I need to do. And this a lot of the things I found online say that we know what we need to do, but there's something we are preventing ourselves for some reason. And I think it's identifying the reason that's helpful, but I can know all the reasons and still keep pushing that task to the next week and the next week and the next week. And yet the one place in my life I tend not to procrastinate is power exchange. And I find that mm-hmm. interesting. So that's enough. That's me and my procrastination outside of power exchange. What mm-hmm. is your experience with procrastination? Um, for me, I have found throughout time <laughs> that um, I, I'm not a chronic procrastinator, mm-hmm. but I have found that I do tend to procrastinate on things that I think will be difficult. Yeah. All right. Um, which is funny because once I do the thing, that I think would be difficult. It's the easiest thing. Almost every time. You know, it, it's it's nearly almost effortless. And mm-hmm. 
the thing that I thought would be a snap to do mm-hmm. turns out to be the most miserable experience. Oh, God, yeah. The stuff I go into, like, super confident. I got yeah. this. Um, three days later, I'm like, yeah. why did I ever start it's, this? Um, yeah. it, it, it's almost um, like the universe says, here, hold my beer. Right. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. Kind of thing. And um, so, so I have found that. And... I know this is going to sound odd, but the things I do tend to procrastinate on the most are phone calls that I perceive will be difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Says the person who really needs to make a mm-hmm. dentist appointment for three people and I. Yeah. And when it comes to power exchange or just DS, BDSM in, in general, mm-hmm. um, I will not tend to procrastinate when it comes to playtime. You think it's because it's fun? Probably. You're excited to do yeah, it? most likely. <coughs> um, if I do find myself procrastinating, it will be on the power exchange end. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump into it because here we okay. are. I this this I want to hear because I mm-hmm. I already know I'm the opposite and I think I know why. So let's start with that. As the dominant, when you if you're gonna procrastinate in kink, it's gonna be on the power exchange. Right. What does that look like, and why do you think that is? Um. <laughs> Sometimes I just don't want to deal with a certain someone <laughs> sass. Oh, I thought we were going to go back to decision fatigue <laughs> from a previous uh, episode. Um, there, really? There, there, there is a little bit of that. So the decision fatigue, yes. Okay, and we haven't okay. definitely had that conversation. Yeah. So, but sometimes it's you think you know what my response is going to be, and you don't want to deal like, with it. I just don't want to freaking hear it. So that okay, okay, I'm going to go into lecture <laughs> mode because that is a valid that is a valid feeling. Okay, I promise you, there are times there's a thing I really want to ask you or get your opinion on, mm-hmm. but I won't. And this is I don't consider this procrastination. I don't or I don't want to. Because I'm like, oh, shit, he's going to tell me the thing I don't want to hear. So mm-hmm. for different reasons, but on a similar on level, a similar there are level. times I, I withhold. Okay. okay. But here's the okay. thing. If you're having that feeling and mm-hmm. you can recognize that you're having that feeling. Yeah. Wouldn't it be helpful for everybody if you communicated, hey, I got, I, we got to do a thing. I got to tell you a thing. I got mm-hmm. whatever, whatever, whatever. I, I need my service sub right now, not my sassy baby girl. I don't know how I would receive that. I I know that would depend on the mood. It would but be it would you know it would be interesting <laughs> to try that and see. <laughs> well, it, I'm on the record. Try it at right, some point. All right. Yes, you're you're on the record here. Yep. So yeah, that that would be be an interesting thing to try mm-hmm. to see if the two can differentiate mm-hmm. oh but they can because i have to move through my life <laughs> well when we talk about why i don't procrastinate i promise you it's not the sassy side that's in control so how do you overcome that or, or what do you do when you're feeling that way we procrastinate we know yeah. I mean, that's a given there's right. that put it off and then i'm finally like okay let's get it over with have i surprised you 
Like, you know, we talk about getting surprised at the end of procrastination. Right. Like, what the fuck? Why did I procrastinate? Um, Have I surprised you? Sometimes, yes. And and sometimes it's like, yeah, this is I exactly, knew this. Yeah, this, this is. <laughs> I, I, I just way. knew, you know, this is. So, yeah. see, I'm a little. I don't want to be harsh. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed, though, because there's so many times you're like, look, I just got to say the thing. Hear me out. Or, hey, yeah. I don't need you to give me solutions. I just need you to listen. Or, hey, mm-hmm. like you set. there's so many times you set expectations before telling me something or whatever, presenting something. True, true. That, I mean, if it, if it hasn't occurred to you before, please let it occur to you now. I'm mm-hmm. literally on the record right. saying, you can appro- please approach me that way. It was just like the other day. Okay. What, what, today's Wednesday. It was um, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yesterday. It was just yesterday. We were both sitting at our desks. Mm-hmm. And I spun around and I asked you, you know, if you have a moment. Right. Okay. And you told me. And... I looked at you, and before I said anything, I looked at you and said, you need to hear me out. <laughs> and then, of course... You you need to he- listen to everything I have to say before I you give a reaction. Catastrophize. <laughs> I immediately catastrophize. Okay, I understand. I would procrastinate and, around me, too. Okay. <laughs> and I give you this. You didn't say anything. I just clenched my jaw. Your your jaw clenched. Your (laughs) head went back. Your eyes rolled. (laughs) So I think you absolutely make the case for in power exchange, avoiding the difficult conversations or not even avoiding difficult conversations, just avoiding a thing because you expect a specific reaction and you don't want to deal with it. I think that that is, it's all valid. Look, I wish I could tell you that on these days at this time, this is the Kayla you'll get. And on these days at these times, that's the, I wish I could. <laughs> I, I really wish I could. I, I want to be more mindful. And I think the, the mm-hmm. starting point of that is to have the conversation where you admit sometimes I, I take, I take my time getting to these things right. because blah, blah, blah. I think I know how you'll react. Okay. Now I'm aware of that. Okay. But then the next part is, okay, we have the conversation. I'm aware of that. If that's what you're worried about, just let me know. And with practice and over time, I will get better Mm -hmm. at, (laughs) I don't want to make it sound like I'm going to withhold all of my reactions or I'm not going to be my true self, but like not reacting before I've actually heard the words. There's a, he's not wrong. There is a lot of, (laughs) he can approach me with a word, a look on his face or a tone. And I I know where it comes from. I'm, but I'm, Mm -hmm. I know why I do this. And this is not, it's not healthy. I immediately start trying to fill in the gaps of what it means. Right. And of course, (laughs) because of why I'm like this, I go to the most negative. You're mad. I'm in trouble. Something right. bad has happened. But I mean, like those are my, those are my issues to work on, but I get why you would be like, Oh, I don't want to deal with that reaction. Yeah. And, so that's and a that, practice that, thing for me. That is why too, what was it? A week ago, two weeks ago now, um, I was like, Oh, let's go for a cup of coffee. I know we were so hot and sweaty and gross and dirty. And you're yeah. like, let's go get a cup we, of coffee. We just, we just finished yard work. <laughs> and I was like, let's go get some coffee. And we get the coffee. And 
you think we're on our way home, and then right, I pull into a, into the park. Do a side track. And and there 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 was no heads up. There was no pre warning. You know, right. hey, you know, we're we're gonna talk, and um, yeah. Sometimes I just do it. And yet, my sense was that all those things you needed to tell me, you had been procrastinating on that as well. Yeah, procrastinating the difficult conversations. I think is is gonna be a very common thing in a power exchange. It's a common thing in life. I don't need anybody mm-hmm. to tell me that. I know, but we're talking about power exchange. It makes sense because if you anticipate getting a negative reaction, you anticipate how you think the other person's going to feel about what you have to say. You know it's a difficult thing to for you to just right. say. I can absolutely see why there would be procrastination mm-hmm. there. What is so funny to me, funny in an ironic way, is that I spent most of my all of my childhood and into my adult years, not communicating effectively, not feeling like I could say a thing, not feeling safe to express myself. Mm -hmm. And somehow in power exchange, as I started to learn how to communicate, that pendulum swung all the way to the other. I'm like, I have to be told, look, can you pick a time, a better time and place than this? Like, that's not a thing I procrastinate on. Like no, with, it's with not. You. It's not. But you know, it's a safety thing. I True. know I can say anything to you. Yes. And you might think I've gone batshit crazy, mm-hmm. but you will still love me. Now, where I get annoyed with you, and I think it's you know the fact of of how people tr- have tried to instill masculinity into you. I think that mm-hmm. there's part of it is you're the dom, so you're the one in control, and you have that sense of responsibility and that weight on your shoulders. Um. You do procrastinate telling me hard things. Yes, I do. And it frustrates me to no end because here's the thing. Before he said a word, I know something's on his mind. I know that the vibe is fucking off. I know that we're not connected like we usually are. But I have learned to not press and to not push and to let you be ready. But by the time you tell me and I can sense the, oh, God, I just knew this was going to be bad. And then as I usually respond favorably, even when we disagree, I we almost never disagree about the outcome. We just disagree on how we're supposed to get there. Right. On the road traveled. So you're telling me about a thing you need and I might not offer a solution that you thought of, but I'll still offer a solution and I'll be supportive. I can literally see the weight come off your shoulders and you're relieved. And I'm like, you know, if you'd done this two weeks ago, you wouldn't have to carry all this around with you. But somehow I went the opposite way. I don't as much fun. I don't, not with you. I do not procrastinate the hard (laughs) conversations. I'm like, Oh, let's talk about the hard thing. Cause now I'm excited to be engaged with you in this way because I feel really connected. Even when we're talking about the difficult things. (laughs) (sighs) So are, what other ways do you procrastinate and power exchange? Um, in, in power exchange, that's pretty much it. It's those difficult conversations. It, yeah. And dealing with my reaction. Is it is it always when it's a difficult, you think it's going to be a difficult conversation and you're trying to anticipate my reaction? Or is it is it anything that might not even be difficult, but you think you know what my reaction will be? Is my reaction the driving force or the difficult conversation? Or is it a combination it's a of combination both? It's a combination of both. Gotcha. It's a combination of both. Gotcha. And, it's, and here's the thing I would say because I want to be careful about this. I do not think anybody needs to change who they are fundamentally um, to have a satisfying, happy relationship, power exchange, all that good stuff. However, there are times we need to moderate ourselves 
a little bit. Sometimes it's bring it down a notch for these five seconds. Mm -hmm. I can bring it down a notch when you have a hard thing to tell me without fear that I'm somehow tamping down whatever the fuck it is that makes me me. Because when outside of a hard conversation, you're not gonna you're not gonna ask me to be anything other than what I am. And most of the time, I think most of the time, some of the time, you delight in this until you're tired and cranky and really need a nap. I mean, I get, like there's right. there's a time and a place for everything. I yeah. can't, I, not only do I not want to be on I mean, all the time, yeah. nobody can be on in every interaction with I your mean, partner. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. and, and I've said this numerous times over the years, I love your sass. Mm-hmm. All right, I wouldn't have you any other way. Mm-hmm. But yes, sometimes there are, it there there are right limits at times. Time and place matter. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Sort of like I I I, I know that I drop f bombs as easily as breathing, and yet there are also times <laughs> I know from for what is my value system what matters to me there are times i won't use that (laughs) like we have a meeting at the school on friday i will not drop f-bombs in that meeting i will be my professional polite concerned mom self Mm -hmm. that's that's what we'll do here right so like while you're saying that sometimes knowing that you might get sass or you might just get my anxiety Mm -hmm. is enough to make you procrastinate a conversation it's not that you don't want me to be that way it's that in that moment with that kind of conversation and outside of that, I'm, you want me to be exactly who I am. You yeah. just need a different reaction. So I just want to make that clear. So I'm going to go to my side of the slash. Okay. And it is the weirdest thing because y'all, I, re- I really procrastinate. Like when I say I need to call a dentist, I mean, we're two years overdue to go to the dentist. Okay. It's not pretty. Don't anybody, I mean, I just... Mm, I'm not proud of it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I've procrastinated two years. That's all I'm saying. And I've got to not procrastinate because the oldest is understood. We need to go. God damn it. Right. Before he's, before he ages out. Right. So <laughs> I'm a procrastinator from hell. All the things that I get excited about one moment the moment I realize the gravity of what I'm trying to do, or I think I'm trying to find success and who am I to find success. The moment self-doubt creeps in, all that, procrastinate, procrastinate. The one place I don't procrastinate, or I don't think I do, and you tell me from the out, from your side if, you, if it seems like I do. I do not procrastinate as a submissive. No, you don't. When you give me a task. You, you are on it. Mm-hmm. You, you have it done mm-hmm. within the time frame. I have given you to complete it. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. So, and here's here's my thinking on this. One, I do really well with outside accountability. That's mm-hmm. Once I kind of understood power exchange and understood how I was wired and understood what I wanted from a relationship, mm-hmm. it was easy to embrace because I went, ooh, Yes, somebody else telling me to do a thing that, yeah, sure, my rational mind knows I ought to do it or my rational self would put it on the to-do list and should just do it. But there's something that prevents me, you know, whether it's anxiety or it's executive dysfunction or like, I don't know, it could be perfectionism. It can be all kinds of stuff. When somebody else who I respect, admire, trust and love is telling me to do a thing, even if there's a little whining and complaining, because 
who wants to do a thing that's good for them? Um, I can do it so much more easily than when it's an internal, like, girl, you need to go do that, right? Like, yeah. also, though, there is, now, we do incorporate punishment, consequences, discipline, all of that into our power exchanges. Mm -hmm. Certainly not required for all power exchanges, and everybody does that, and that's okay. We do. So, I also have the added bonus i think <laughs> of i want to avoid whatever the consequence might be right. if i am given a task i agree to do the task i never come back and say i need more time there's a problem and i just don't fucking do it like i don't want to find out what that is for all there was like you're a brat no i don't want to get in trouble i don't want to piss him <laughs> off i don't want to agree to do a thing and then not fucking do it I don't want to play with fire like that. No, the fuck I don't. Okay. Mm -hmm. I really do want to be the good girl who's like, you wanted me to do this thing? Look, not only did I do it, I did it better than anybody else on the goddamn mm -hmm. planet, faster than anybody else could have done. And I anticipated every question and need you'd ever have. Like, I get so much joy and validation from mm -hmm. that. I love to be good at shit that people need for me. Thank well, you, God you I only always... really give you that anymore because i used to just be given that desire to just bosses and yeah. husbands well and you you I have know. always um done very well anytime there has been um something that i have been holding you accountable for mm -hmm. um like we've used you know star charts you'd love getting them damn gold stars i like to see them like like line up like yeah you 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 love getting those gold stars more the better yeah yeah now see tashu said something that i made me kind of uh raise an eyebrow and i kind of like that okay um said when 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 she has to make the decision because i only have enough energy for sass or the decision not both here's the thing if you present it like that yeah i get that i, I like that so, i like that so here's the thing about not procrastinating as you're submissive you give me a task you say you need a mm -hmm. thing done i'm fucking on it as soon as i can be what that means though is that I can be overwhelmed very easily by a task because I mm. know I'm going to try and fit it in as soon as I can. True. And, and you've gotten really good at coming to me and going, okay, I have a task for you. Not right this second, or right. you, you know, you've got a few days or here's mm -hmm. the deadline, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Because the downside to decide, and it's a decision I make. I'm not always conscious of that decision, deciding I'm not going to procrastinate on those things because I get so much from it that is enjoyable and I like, and I don't, I don't think, I don't think you've yet, a couple times you've asked me to do things that like really freaked me out and gave, produced anxiety. And we'll talk about that in a second. Mm -hmm. But um, because I know I'm not gonna procrastinate, I'm gonna do it. When you ask me to do a thing, you tell me, baby girl, I've got a task for you. And I'm staring down the barrel of about 85 things on my to-do list, right. or I've got a deadline, or I'm worried about 10 million other things, it is immediately overwhelming because my brain goes, oh shit, you gotta fit that in, mm. but you still have to okay. do all these things. All the other things that you have on your... Which what you've learned over the years is to come to me and unless if you only ask for something near immediately when it's a thing that's something I already do. Like you might ask for a coffee refill and 
you know, you will check in with me. Hey, are you can, are you available? Can right. Our code is, is your green light on. Like, do you have the capacity to listen to me and do a thing? Or you see me walking into the kitchen. And you're like, hey, baby girl, can I get another cup of coffee? Or, hey, baby girl, can you do this? Or, hey, baby girl, can you do that? You're you're incorporating it naturally into what I'm already doing. I don't even have a chance to feel overwhelmed. It's a small enough thing. I, I mm-hmm. just do it. So here's the thing. Because I don't procrastinate on my submissive stuff, it means that when you have asked me to do things that are anxiety producing, mm-hmm. I have to face that anxiety while I'm doing the thing. I can't avoid it because procrastination ah. is an avoidance. It's you're avoiding a task or a thing for a, all kinds of reasons. Like we said at the top, one of those is anxiety. One of those is a fear of something. Uh, I'm thinking back to the times you wanted me to go do events when we still lived in the Tampa Bay area without you. And the very first time I went to a munch by my damn self, I cried all the way there. I trembled while I sat there until some nice person took pity on me and befriended me temporarily. I cried all the way back. <laughs> I walked in and said, "Yeah, I'm not doing that shit by myself ever again. I love that, you so that, much." That, that, yeah, yeah. But what that yeah. you know, it's such a, a weird phenomenon because if left to my own devices, and I think one of the things Kingsters procrastinate on is going to that first munch, going Mm. to that first event, getting into that online group and starting a conversation. Why? Because there's some level of anxiety there. You're worried about not fitting in. You're worried about what'll happen. You're worried about the unknown. You're worried about whatever, whatever. And that's a common thing that I see Kingsters procrastinating about, right? and I think, I think it makes sense. The, the flip side to that, when you face the fear while it's, I understand why people would do it because when mm-hmm. you face the fear while you're still in the anxiety mode, you're still terrified of it, is you're gonna have, you're gonna have a fucking reaction. Now, some people will have the reaction well before or well after, maybe not during. I'm not built like that. I'm gonna have the reaction before, during, and after. <laughs> and then I'm gonna need two to three business days to recover. Um, I would love to be able to go, I faced that fear and I didn't procrastinate and I went and did a thing scared and it made me able to do it. No, I came back from that and went, we're not doing that again. (laughs) And I didn't make you do it again. again. No, no, no. Nope. So if you find that, wait, I don't procrastinate as a submissive or just as a kinkster in general, and you get on top of those things, just if, if it hasn't happened to you yet, it may happen to you that either the first time you procrastinate will be because your partner asked you to do something that terrified you, or you're going to have to battle the demons of your own fear while doing it. That's a tough thing. That's a hard, hard thing to do. Yeah. It's why so many people, including myself, up. Uh, Lola, are you bumping the tripod? It's why so many people, including myself, procrastinate all the time because facing that feeling and, and uh, of being scared or anxious, it's a lot. Um, even over what somebody who doesn't, does not have that anxiety or fear would classify as something small or, or meaningless. Like, why are you scared? Well, I don't know. You know, I, if I could answer that, I wouldn't be fucking scared. Now, would I? You know, if it was just that simple. So I'm just... I'm just gonna let you know if you find yourself similar to me going, yeah, I don't procrastinate as a submissive either. 
either you will eventually or you'll feel like you're going through hell because you just you do the thing your partner tells you to do no matter how terrified you are in the moment. Oh my god. I can still feel in my mind, in my memory, how terrified I was to go mm. do a social thing without you. Yeah. And I and and the frustrating thing about that, and I think most people who might have a similar experience would say the same thing. We know it's a bigger reaction than most people would think makes sense. We probably are doing that. I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't be like I, this. I should get myself together. I should, 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 should. And you can know all of that and still be reacting in whatever way you're reacting. For me, for me, it was like just constant crying. Yeah. <laughs> um, that doesn't mean you haven't asked me to do challenging things. You, you have not touched on my, you haven't asked me to do things that scare me. I appreciate that. I don't need any more extra anxiety <laughs> in my life. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, I, I do believe sometimes you have to do shit scared, but there's a there's different levels of that. I've mm, done things that yeah. made me nervous. I've done things that I wasn't sure what the outcome would be, but I try not to do things that turn me into um, a crying sack of tears, like uh, something right. that shuts right. me down so much I can mm -hmm. no longer function. Yeah. Like I've done shit afraid before and will again and i get, have my sleepless nights and i walk around with just nausea sitting in my throat but i can do it but when when the fear is so overwhelming that it shuts me down i don't know that that's mm -hmm. outside of some therapeutic help or medication or whatever i don't know how helpful that is i don't know how good that is so i'm actually kind of grateful that after one or two experiences of you sending me out into the world <laughs> terrified <laughs> on a submissive task that that now the things you ask yeah. me to do, we either do them together, which is can be just as mm -hmm. like anxiety producing. Everything after me. that was a piece of cake, right? Well, I mean, yeah. when you have an emotional <laughs> breakdown in the parking lot of a Perkins, mm. you know, I mean, it's just it's why. <laughs> or a BDSM dungeon parking lot. I absolutely sat in that car, gripped the steering wheel, and sobbed as people walked in around me. <laughs> <It> was, oh. <laughs> okay to do those things together <laughs> or to maybe not do them until we can do them together <laughs> because the if if the fear makes you shut down that completely yeah. what are you getting out of it whereas if you waited a little bit until you could do it together like what are you trying to prove right yeah like and this i don't this has a lot this isn't this is the flip side of procrastination i get that in that you're doing a thing that you would procrastinate but not procrastinating for whatever reason i would be if anybody's like well that's a challenge i'm going to toughen my partner up i would just be careful if you're sending your partner into situations where they're shutting down and they do not have the support to help them work through that mm -hmm. i don't know that that's necessarily healthy yeah. for folks i mean procrastination is a protective thing you are avoiding a negative emotion we don't mm -hmm. always need to avoid them sometimes we need to face them but it's better in certain situations to face them with tools and resources and support than to completely lose your yeah. shit. And, and Eva, I'm actually going to kind of answer that because she kind of was like, well, the going, so going to that or doing that, going to that um, activity solo 
probably helped you when you went to the UK. And um, no, two very different <laughs> things for her. I still um, got a lot of anxiety on two, that too. Two, two very different things in a, in a sense. Yes, you did have anxiety about it. I cried but, on the, in the airport um, <laughs> and on see, the plane. The, the, the point of me having her go to that activity like that was because I wanted her to try and make her own friends. Sure. Um, the thing that she did in the UK, while they had never met, she had bonded and made become very good friends online with the person who and was putting that and, and mul multiple people. multiple people who were right and it was professional there. i was right. on as kayla lords i yeah. was there and there is something that i can do in that performative role that i struggle with when it's me as a person even if i'm going by the name kayla lords because i don't I do not bust up in a munch ready to like tell everybody what I think about power exchange. I, I, I really, unless they ask me to, I don't do that. Yeah. I come in as just sort of like your everyday person who's like, when do we eat? Can I get a diet mm -hmm. Coke? Can I sit in a corner and just observe until I'm yeah. comfortable? I come in as sort of like my everyday self, which is very, I know y'all will not believe this, but it really is true. Very reserved, very quiet. I want to sit back and watch and get the vibe and see who do I think my people might be. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't want to do it alone. I probably could do it better now than several years ago. I have a lot more understanding of myself and who I am. I have mm -hmm. grown in confidence and given away some fucks. Um, but when I have to go do something professionally and I am expected to show up as my online Kayla Lord self, it's, it's like going on stage. It's it's exhausting, it's draining, there's still anxiety. I got on that plane, went across the ocean without my daddy. It was it was tough, I didn't like it. If you noticed, I brought him with me the next time, thanks. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is, it's, it is different. Yeah. I, and nobody wants me to constantly show up as Kayla Lords. You would get so tired of me if, if every time I went out and nobody, <laughs> nobody wants that. I don't want that. Sometimes I just want to be a quiet little person in a corner who's not got to say anything. Mm -hmm. um, but that is such a weird struggle to have gone through a couple times because I don't procrastinate. You know what I mean? Like yeah. procrastinating would have been you to give me the assignment of I want you to go to a munch get it done and I would have taken three months to do it and by then we probably would have gotten into an argument or there would have been a consequence mm -hmm. or something because that is one I would have avoided if if I found myself procrastinating as a submissive I don't I don't know why I don't procrastinate in my submissive role other than mm -hmm. I don't want to get in trouble like I I don't I don't know what it is about our connection and or you where I will go face my demons with a tear streaked face <laughs> only for you. Okay. My children, I will, I, for, to take care of the kids, I do yeah. shit that scares me and I don't procrastinate on that too terribly. Um, but there is something about that where for you, sure. I'll go walk through fire. It'll be fine. Just hose me off when I come back. Um, other Excuse parts me. of my life, procrastinate left, right, and fucking mm -hmm. center, and then get very frustrated with myself. So we've talked about instances of in power exchange where people procrastinate. Hard conversations, mm -hmm. definitely. 
going to those events uh, for the first time, especially if you're especially if you're by yourself. And quite frankly, I'm I'm never gonna. I'm hope, hopefully I've never done this before. I'm not gonna be the person who's like, you by yourself, go, just go, just go. No, no. If, if it's terrifying and you're procrastinating, see, wait till you have somebody you can latch onto. Mm-hmm. I'm a, a huge advocate of that. But I also know that if you can get through that first one when you're terrified, it's easier afterwards. That That is true. Yeah. Um, what other th- um, things can you imagine pe- why people might procrastinate in kink? I can, I can see procrastinating over a new kink that you're not sure how you feel about it true um but because procrastination tends to come from negative feelings it's i'm i'm not saying it doesn't happen but it's hard for me to wrap my mind around the idea of procrastinating over a new kink or a scene or a kink activity Mm -hmm. assuming it's what you actually want what do you think yeah um i i agree with that i i agree and I, I think another um, thing that might be procrastinated on is when it comes to pushing boundaries. Okay. What do you mean by that? Okay. Um, because many people are afraid of change. Oh, yeah. For okay. Sure. So when, you know, granted, there are some boundaries, hard limits that should never be crossed. That, Agreed. That's, that's off the shelf. But, um, you know, certain things, you know, sometimes we need to kind of push our boundaries to try new things to, to, to grow. Right, right, right. And when you're within that comfort zone. Yes. OK. Yes. It, ooh, it's nice and comfy here. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm I'm really happy. Why would I want to change this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know what? Sometimes we get into a comfort zone and we're not actually happy but we know what to expect in that comfort right. zone. And so even though we would like something different, mm-hmm. we think something might be better, something is intriguing to us and we'd like to try it, you know, many of us want to stay stick with what we know because even when it's not great, we at least can anticipate it. We understand mm-hmm. what's happening. We have experienced this before. We know what we can handle. And when you're thinking about trying something new, in this case, in your power exchange or your kink life, just the discomfort of being new at it or not quite knowing how it'll go, mm-hmm. I can absolutely see um, that causing procrastination. I think about the times um, we've heard from kinksters and I wouldn't say you and I procrastinated on this, but I see how it happens. There, you know, I'll hear from a kinkster who's like, well, we started out as this kind of dynamic, but I think this dynamic might be a better fit, mm-hmm. but I'm afraid to have this conversation or we haven't had the conversation yet, or we've talked about it, but we're not making any um, movement forward, towards forward it. progress, yeah. And I think there's lots of reasons you might not make progress on something that you've explicitly stated yeah let's try this and you know sometimes it's not having a good clear plan being overwhelmed by all the options like there's Mm -hmm. reasons i think one of them might be and i think that's a a procrastination and that's worth a look at internally are you the one procrastinating do you think your partner's the one procrastinating are you both just doing procrastinating together and if so what is it is it the not being ready to get out of your your comfort zone is it that this has happened to me before outside of kink it sounded like a good idea 
I said I'd do the thing. And then when I walked away and was left to my own devices, somewhere within me, I didn't really want to. I might have agreed because I thought that's what they wanted to do. Mm. I might have agreed because it sounded good at the time. But then upon further reflection, I'm like, actually, no. Um, So if, you know, I absolutely can see procrastination being a part of that. That's a time you to have the internal conversation with yourself of why, yeah. why am I procrastinating? Oh, maybe I've realized the thing. Oh, now it's time to have the conversation with your partner about how you're really feeling, which is then potentially another opportunity to procrastinate. <laughs> I get Sounds that. like a vicious cycle there. It absolutely can be. <laughs> Mo- all my experience with procrastination is outside of kink, but yes, it is. It's a feedback loop. Yeah. Of it's a little bit of if you give a, a mouse a cookie, <laughs> situation. like uh, I'm procrastinating because I don't like this thing, so I need to think about it. But oh, that's going to be painful, so I'm going to procrastinate that. Well, I need to talk to my partner about that thing, but oh, I'm going to procrastinate about that because I don't know how that might go. Like, yeah, it just it keeps going a, a pattern mm-hmm. that repeats itself. Yeah, um, I wish I had words of wisdom on how to break cycles of procrastination, how to make yourself stop procrastinating. For me, it has typically been either an artificial or not even artificial, an outside deadline. Artificial that I can't make it up. If I make it up, my brain goes, bitch, you made it up. You can change your mind anytime. Somebody else has to give me the deadline. Um, Or it's a real deadline that I, like that will get me moving like nothing else will. Um, I've had many, 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 many a professional night of still working at midnight because I had a deadline because I procrastinated. Um, sometimes the pain, air quote that, because it's physical, mental, emotional, mm-hmm. the pain of not having the outcome that I want, but finally becomes worse than not doing the thing and I can get moving. In power exchange for me, if somebody wants me to do something quickly, JB should just be the one to ask me to do it because I might be cranky <laughs> if it's a busy day, but it will get done because That's I true. don't want to let, I don't want to let you down ever, mm-hmm. ever, ever. And I absolutely see you as an authority in a way that I don't even see my own fucking self. Y'all. <laughs> mm. So uh, I want to be a good girl. I want to avoid consequences. I want to make you happy. Like I want to be praised. I want validation. So you mm-hmm. ask me to do a thing. It will get fucking done. Now, might I debate you for 15 to 20 minutes on why maybe that's not a good idea? It's not realistic. (laughs) I'm not sure I can do it. Yes. But if all of those arguments can't persuade you otherwise, and you go, yeah, I see that, but then you know it's going to get done. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) If you are the type of person who responds to the outside person telling you to do it, whether you're a submissive or not, fucking use that if it works for you <laughs> said um how have you overcome procrastination um i i think for the most part it just comes down for me to like it's not going to do itself mm. yeah you know and and i need to just I'm tired of having this thing hanging over or, mm-hmm. or waiting to be done and you know it, it, it just needs to just needs to happen mm-hmm. i also think 
Uh, yes, I agree. And I think that's kind of an example on a, a sm on a granular level of the pain of not doing it becomes greater mm -hmm. than whatever. Yeah. Um, the other thing I say, I would say to like somebody who's like, well, I'm procrastinating on going to my first munch. I'm procrastinating on going to this community thing. I'm like, I want to, but I'm not doing it. And I'm looking for all these reasons why I can't. Like I recognize that I'm procrastinating, mm -hmm. right? The, especially when somebody says I'm not brave enough or I'm too scared. The philosophy that has helped me, reject it if it doesn't help you, use it if it does, is I only have to be brave enough for the 30 seconds it takes to start forward move, movement. Because once I start moving forward, mm -hmm. I usually can keep on going, right? So I go, the first time I realized that that's what I was doing and that was kind of how I thought about it was when I asked my ex-husband for a divorce. It was terrifying. I mean, I was ready to vomit. I, I had to go mm -hmm. away for a weekend to see my bestie, cry on her couch, drink margaritas, eat chips and queso, and come back and then still look this man in the eyes and have this hard conversation, right? And I was scared prior. I took a deep breath. I said the hard thing for however long that took. And then when we got done, I was still scared and I didn't know what was gonna happen next. And I didn't know how I was gonna get through it. But looking back, I went, I wasn't brave that whole fucking time. I was brave for the five minutes, the conversation, like I said what I had to mm -hmm. say, right? Um, you know, emailing you was scary. I don't reach out to fucking me. If you want to talk to me, you better reach out to me. I don't email first. I don't call first. I don't do that. <laughs> I don't text first. I don't, I don't do that. And I was scared in kind of a good way. It wasn't that like overwhelming fear, like genuine anxiety. It was more of the, how will this go? This, this seems like it's a good idea. Mm -hmm. I'd really like for this to work out, but I don't know that kind of level of fear and anxiety. I took a deep breath and I hit send. And I knew at that point I couldn't control what happened from that, but I hoped for good things. And I wasn't brave the whole time. I was brave just for the amount of time it took to actually hit send because mm. I could have drafted that email and then deleted it. Like I had that choice. Yeah, yeah. So I only needed courage for just a few seconds. And I think sometimes for some people who feel anxiety, especially if you're kind of like me and you feel it all the time about all the things, we kind of get the story in our head that we're supposed to just be brave all the time. Fuck that shit. I'm, mm -mm. I'm not brave no. all the time. <laughs> no, but I don't think but, anybody and nobody is. is. I mean, no, right. you know. So, and, um, you know, when it comes to our, our DS, what kind of gets me past that point of procrastination is the fact that you look to me to make those decisions, mm -hmm. you know, and you count on me for that. And even from my aspect, it comes down to, you know, when, when I push past and say, you know, hey, we need to talk about X, Y, Z, um, because I don't want to let you down. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it, it comes down to that, uh, you know, knowing that you can count on me. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny. The reason, of all the reasons I've said, well, I'm not gonna procrastinate when you ask me to do something as my dom and I'm your submissive, mm -hmm. same fucking thing. I don't wanna let you down and you are counting right. on me to do the thing. That's a 
powerful reason. If it mm-hmm. resonates for anybody, please feel free to use it. Yeah. Um, I also, you know, I think it helps when you remember what the positive outcomes of not putting those things off, not procrastinating, not mm-hmm. delaying. Um, and that's not always going to be true because sometimes you, you've got to have a hard conversation or maybe you're questioning your power exchange and maybe this isn't the right person or the right dynamic or some something's off and that's a lot harder. But if you are in general in a mostly happy, healthy power exchange, you know, hopefully you're not dealing with a lot of fear and anxiety mm-hmm. around your interactions mm-hmm. with your partner. You know, like you're going to feel it. And I feel it in a million and one ways, but where I don't feel it hardly ever is with you, JB, mm-hmm. because I know I'm safe. Now, might I want to avoid telling you something because I don't want, I'm nervous about your reaction. Sure. But even that is muted. And if I'm delay telling you something, it's like a day or two. It's it's to find the right time for your mindset, not because I'm like, uh-oh, I, I need to procrastinate on this because this could go badly. Like, it's not that. Because even when you've had a negative reaction to something I've had to tell you or some situation, it's never been a re- reaction against me as a person. Mm-hmm. And no reaction that you've ever had with me has made me doubt myself, feel bad, become more anxious than I already am. And we've said this many times over the years about many topics we've talked about, but in this instance, be a partner that your partner can be safe with and feel safe with. Like that, you get so much more out of everything you're doing when once a person feels safe with you and and you've earned that like you really are a safe now that's not that does not wipe out you know any uh, anxiety they feel because that's just how their brain's wired that does Mm -hmm. not knock out whatever neurodivergency is doing to their brain like that doesn't change all that but it makes everything else just that much easier and when you're fighting against your mm-hmm. own brain sometimes external things that doesn't make it a little less difficult they're golden they're <laughs> they're priceless they yeah. make all the fucking difference i can be my most genuine self with you as messy and sassy as that often is <laughs> because i'm safe yeah. and if i have nothing to fear from you with you interacting with you Mm -hmm. for me and how i procrastinate there's no procrastination now all the external factors help too i like the validation i like the good girl i I don't want a consequence yes those are all helpful but at its core it's because i'm you've asked me to do a thing and why would i wait also it means you have more power than you know you can literally send me into the lion's den i my knees will knock the whole way there but i will go so use that power wisely (laughs) i try to i i I try so so all of that being said Mm -hmm. is there anything else you would add nope okay are there more things that could be said oh there goes lola knocking into the tripod again um 
And more things that can be said, absolutely. Um, procrastination, why we do it, why, what we feel, how it manifests in our lives mm-hmm. is extremely individualized. Yeah. So it's absolutely okay if you do not resonate with any of our experiences and you have your own completely separate, separate experiences and ways of coping right. with it. But it's like anything else, it's worth thinking about for yourself internally. And then, especially if you're in a power exchange or trying to negotiate one, talking about it, bringing it out into the open instead mm-hmm. of, you know, your partner thinking that you're unreliable and you never get anything done. Maybe the conversation needs to be about, I procrastinate on things and here's why, here's what's going on with me. Here's how I think, here's how I feel, you know, here's what maybe might help. Like that's, if there's a takeaway from this for anybody that I would want you to have, it's that. Do you procrastinate? You are not a procrastinator. It's not like some inherent like thing. It's it's a fear response, right? It's a it's right. a response to negative emotions. Do you do it? Why do you think you do it? How is it affecting your power exchange? And does that mean it's time for a conversation with your partner? And can your partner potentially help you? And then are they willing to? Mm-hmm. And that is what I would want for anybody. True, true. Yep. So that's all I've got that's to say. Okay. All right. So I guess we can go into a bonus section. So are we good? I don't know. Keep Keep it kinky, kinky, y'all. And we'll see you next week. Daddy. Yes, baby girl. Can I talk to the crickets, please? You've already been doing a lot of talking. I know, I have. It's one of those weeks. For somebody who had no clue what she wanted to say. <laughs> right, right. It's I, like my superpower. Okay? You, 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 you carried yourself quite well through all that. So <laughs> I'm just going to, the podcast listeners, you can't see it. I will bat my eyelashes. She was. The yeah. mascara is dry, so they won't glue together yeah. if I do it. <laughs> okay. Go ahead and talk to the crickets, girl. Oh, good. I hope somebody out there has a better memory than I do, because I said at the very beginning that if somebody would help me remember something I said, I remember what it was. I I can't remember the context of why I said, help me remember. Like, we said a thing. We t- were talking about a thing. And I went, mm-hmm. oh, except JB. I said something to that effect. I don't remember the words anymore. We should roll tape, but we're not going to do that. It's last <laughs> uh, I'll roll tape later when this is all done. I cannot remember the context, but there was a thing. So, yes, we seen today. It is Wednesday, mm-hmm. day recording, which means we record, record, <laughs> record. And yeah. We have been doing a lot of scenes recently that are absolutely for JB's pleasure and just to see what I can endure. And that's that's what it's been like uh, the past couple of weeks. So JB came to me, uh, and this was a task you gave me yesterday. yesterday. And you were like, you did the whole thing of, I have a task for you, but like not right this second, but here's your deadline, right, right. Um, you said, okay, past few scenes have kind of been for me. I want you to go pick out toys that you like, your favorite toys that you would like to be used in a scene. And I thought that I had, I was thinking of the loopholes. And so I remembered to ask, okay, if I pick out the things I like, will they be used in the way that I like them to be used? Because if you did not know about toys, you can like how it's, how it feels with one way of using it, but it can always be made meaner. 
okay? It's just, you have to like shift your technique a little bit and it'll, it'll suck. So like, you are not <laughs> gonna turn me against my own favorite toys here. If I pick my favorites and what I'd really like to experience, will I get to experience them the way I like to experience them? I was told yes. I didn't ask follow-up questions like, will I get to experience them the way I like to experience them through the full duration of the scene? (laughs) And Uh, where I'm used to having them. Right, and will they be used on the parts of my body I'm used to having them used on? That was my error. Now I know for the future. Because there we are, I'm so (laughs) excited. It's one of my favorite floggers because I couldn't find another one. I think it's in the toy bag. And my favorite paddle, and I'm like, I have not gotten to experience these in so long. This will be so relaxing. And maybe for people who happen to watch our spicy content, it'll just be some ASMR because these things make serious noise and there's a lot of ass to make noise on and here we go. And I am so excited until, JB's like, no, 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 no. You, you're clearly not a sadist because here's what we're gonna do first. And I was like, thanks. I'm so glad we could have this moment. I did enjoy myself because I did have moments where I was like, I was drifting. I was yeah. like, you, uh, you found a rhythm and I just went, oh, mm-hmm. I love every second of this. And then clearly you can read minds because the moment I was like, oh, wake up, right. <laughs> like damn it (laughs) (sighs) so uh what else what else what else what else i asked you if we could go if we could go buy panties yes for a person who does not wear them on a daily basis i very rarely wear them quite frankly in the summer i wear them more often because crotch sweat is a thing and I don't want any 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 spots on my clothes while I'm just trying to exist out here. Cross uh, sweat and humidity. Oh lord, it's so real. Um, yeah. But I'm like, I've got this like urge to like take pictures of myself, and I was mm-hmm. like, I want new panties, and you were like, okay. I mean, we buy really cheap ones that way. If in a scene you want to rip them off, you can. Right. R.I.P. to that one pair of panties that was so cute. It was so cute. They they are now in They didn't tatters. last long, yeah. So cute. Um, but there's that. So what else? What else? Um, I don't know. I've just been keeping on, keeping on. Yeah. You know. Um, you were feeling kind of yucky earlier this week. I wonder if you had a mild, it would have been a mild case, even though I know it didn't feel mild at the time, mild case of food poisoning. That's kind of what I wondered. I, I kind of mm-hmm. thought about that myself. Um, we, um, Saturday, the oldest had a performance for um, all county. Uh, it was all, all district. district, so it was three counties. The kids tried out. It was for jazz band, so there were right. less spots, so it was more competitive. Mm-hmm. And uh, he got in. We went to to see him play, mm-hmm. and and we, I cried during his solo. You, yeah, <laughs> and um, you know because of the the drive and where it was located and everything, we decided to eat out. Lola, please um, stop tapping the tripod, baby. I, I tried to get her to move from there. She's she does not want to move from that spot. She's sleeping on the floor with her nose against the leg of the right tripod. Right now it's the top of her head, but okay. yeah. And so she stretches in the t- yeah. tripod tips. Mm-hmm. And um, we found this restaurant, 
Um, really nice place. Yeah. But um, the next day, um, I was not having a good time of it at all. You and the 13-year-old, but I was yeah. fine. I didn't experience any. Mm-hmm. So, And when we looked back over the meals for them both to be having a similar response, right. they both ate things I didn't eat. And so I'm like, mm-hmm. mm, something, something was off yeah. there. So uh, Sunday and Monday were miserable. Were miserable for me, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, back up and good. Which is good. As, as of, good. you know, yesterday, I, I mm-hmm. appetite returned and I start, started eating, you know, normally. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, We were supposed to go to another band thing last, last night, night and that got rained out. Got, got canceled due to weather. Um, we, had a, we had a gully washer. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we needed Yesterday it though. Afternoon. Our we grass was looking it. crispy. Everything's looking crispy right now. But um, yeah, that, that's pretty much been it. Yeah, just kind of working and same mm-hmm. old, same old, and mm-hmm. doing stuff. And then we got some like personal stuff that we got to take care of. And yeah, I've got my my uh, admin hat on for that. Uh, I really do need to call it. Part of the problem with the dentist thing is two years ago finally got a new dentist hmm. fucking hated the experience didn't like how the the people were nice enough but the office was run so poorly that the kids appointments took two and a half hours for basic cleaning and we got forgotten in a room for like an hour like it was bad my experience hmm. went faster but there was the vibe was off for me at that point because i had already been there with the kids Ugh. so i've got to yeah. get us a new dentist and then we got new dental insurance and i've got to figure out who who accepts our insurance and then go check reviews to make sure I don't like wind up in a shit show again. It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I don't, mm. I, I don't mind going to the dentist so much cause I like how my teeth look and feel when I'm done. Mm-hmm. But I also have to take two kids and, and accompany them and one will be fine. He just, he, he'll be talking around them with their fingers in their mouth. <laughs> the other one will try to curl up into a ball and just pretend he doesn't yeah. exist and he's invisible. And so it's like, yeah. I know why I'm avoiding it. Oh, I've got to do that. Mm-hmm. So, and um, we've we've uh, taken a little bit of a break from the doing the DIYs around the house. Yeah, our weekends got kind of crazy this mm-hmm. weekend. This weekend is the first weekend in a couple of weeks. We don't have any kid-related, band-related things. Then. After this weekend, we go into two weekends with kid-related things. We get a weekend off, and then it's graduation week. Yep. (laughs) Yep. And at that point, my mom's in town visiting for a week. So it'll be, like, Mm -hmm. crazy. And I think we are going to take our quarterly break around the time of graduation. I just don't know. Will it be the week before or the week week after? after. We've got, we have to look at that, Mm -hmm. which all that really means that like, we still keep doing lots of stuff, but we don't live stream, record a podcast. Right. Um, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, and that's barreling down at us. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. The 17 year old got a new job. He uh, starts this weekend. His official first shift starts Friday. He's also mm-hmm. prepping for AP test so he can hopefully get some credits to take over to college. Um, he's got all this band stuff. The 13 year old, he and I are both tired of seventh grade at this point. Yeah. 
We're just trying. We're just trying to get to the end. We're just mm-hmm. trying to get to the end. We do have a close, so close a five hundred four IEP meeting for him that I just pray makes eighth grade easier, a little less difficult. Yeah, we shall see how that goes. Um, yeah. So, yeah, same old, same old, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, the cats are good. Lola's living her best Lola life. We mm-hmm. got to get her in for a bath because she is a stinky, stinky girl. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I can't. There, there's always a bunch of little things, but I. Mm-hmm. We just working. Yeah. Uh, podcast listeners, you can't see, but we unintentionally matched today. Mm-hmm. Um. I still think that you were the one who copied me, but it's fine. Now, so you can't say that because I had my clothes laid out from earlier this morning. But you weren't wearing them, and that did not automatically mean you were going to put them on today. I put this shirt on at 7.45 this morning. You were still in your PJs. I flounced around here. You saw me. So it was a choice. You putting on your purple t-shirt was a choice that you made. I think you saw what I had put out and you were like, yeah. Mm, no. <laughs> I wish that's how it worked. Okay, y'all. We yeah. uh, we could keep rambling, but we're not gonna. No. Uh, we will be back again next week. I mm-hmm. have no clue what we're talking about, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> One thing or another. Thanks for being here to the mm-hmm. bitter end. Um, well, we'll see y'all later. Bye. Bye.